0: welcome to this week's episode of say what you mean i'm jeff i'm jake hello everybody and welcome to a brand new edition today we are starting something that you have never heard before
1: oh yeah what are you doing
0: i don't know i just wanted you oh. to look over like wait what
1: uh, i was like <laughs> well i know you like to surprise me like, to get my reaction you literally on, looked uh, at me
0: like whoa, 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 whoa what <laughs>
1: well we have this rule like we don't talk about things we're going to talk on yes, the pod yes. so i was like I I legitimately thought you were going to be dropping a bomb on me right here. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, we've been—it's terrible that I'm playing as much um, Warzone with you as I have been because it's like dead week. Mm-hmm. But chasing that, gotta chase that dub. Yeah,
1: we were. If uh, so, we've had you and I have taken. S- we've been in the top two of Warzone four times. Yeah. You and I have been on duos. And the one time that you were 1v1, Mm -hmm. you won. The three times that I've been 1v either 1 or 1v2, I've come up short. Yeah, but what you just said. This is grinding my
0: gears. But what you just said is the problem is that you've been 1v1 three times, which tells everybody listening that I've died and it's been on you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but still, you came through the time that I died and left you alone. Because I was an idiot and it was like, oh he maybe he ran through the open door no he didn't he was just in the window up yeah. above and then hosed me You panic it's yeah. scary it's mm-hmm. intense it is intense that you, you're, you're watching which way the smoke's coming in and what yeah. which way the that that nice that circle because the, the circle moves and yeah. you gotta like yeah, it's great. It's, it's well, that's what you're talking you gotta, about. you're trying to plate up
0: oh yeah that's what you're talking about when you're talking about not discussing things. Because, you know, we're playing and we're talking and we'll talk a little bit about things, but mostly it's game talk. But I'll be like, oh, oh, no, I'm going to save that for the show. Oh, oh no, no, I'm going to save that for the show. Mm -hmm. So I've got some things to talk about today, but I'm going to start with this. Um, I went to a used bookstore in Battleground. Now, this bookstore is one that uh, CJ is always posting about. Surprised
1: Biden. I mean, I'm surprised battleground. I'm surprised battleground didn't uh, burn these uh, as heresy. Why? Well, because they they're full of scientific facts.
0: <laughs> well, I did interesting fact here. Uh, I did hear some. I did overhear some people talking in the store about like uh, communism in the U.S. and mm. how it's such a threat. And oh yeah, <laughs> such a threat. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, literary leftovers is the name of the bookstore um, in battleground. So uh, I went in there and I was looking and I found these books. By the it looks like the the publisher is like flying rhinoceros. Um, oh,
1: classic flying rhinoceros!
0: And there's um, I have wooden teeth and jelly beans, which is about uh, the presidents of the United States. I like
1: how they um, they it has like the they have the Truman Dewey election kind of thr- like. Throwback, yes. Yeah, it's
0: like a it's like a school election with some kids, and it's 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 kind of reflective of that. Um, there's a little note in there from Gerald Ford mm-hmm. for for the book and for the authors and stuff. Um, and then I have another one called Greetings from America. It's uh, basically it's signed for the teacher, whoever. So all these books are usually donated by teachers and stuff, or schools or libraries, and it's mm-hmm. just. Facts and information on different states, facts and information on presidents and that one's space, right?
1: Yep. I'm currently reading about the moon phases, which
0: <laughs> the if, moon you, phases. if
1: you know anything about us, we you know we're big fans of the moon. Yes. Uh, we we we're big subscribers to the moon in its phases. So
0: three dollars for this book, dude. Hey, what a
1: dude, that's awesome. Speaking of moon phases. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't watch a yeah, these are kinda these are really cool. Books. We're not done with
0: these. Let's okay. get there. All right, fine. Okay, so When I was in, like, fourth grade, third grade, second grade, something like that, the illustrator... One of the grades. One of the grades. I was in a grade. The illustrator for these books came to my elementary school. You met the flying rhinoceroses?
1: Yes. Wow. And
0: he... So, that one of their books is all... It's all informative educational books like this. Mm -hmm. But one of their books is, like, how to draw. And I think that I, like, begged my mom to buy that one. Because after meeting this guy and after him doing the presentation and showing us how to mm-hmm. draw, I was certain that I was going to write books and illustrate.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. So Loki, you're an incredible artist. Oh, so you? I mean, I could definitely. I, <laughs> I could have seen that <clears> coming.
0: So it was something that they. Well, thank you, but it's something I've always wanted to do, and so when I saw these books, I was just like emotions, dude. I was like. <gasps> I need to I need to draw and write books, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it all just came flooding back. Um,
1: well, it makes I mean, yeah, I mean the, I feel like this is kind of like up your alley, right? It's, oh yeah, it's history. But then like you draw kind of like you're good at drawing this kind of stuff. Like you do all of the you do all of the artwork for um, like to their public and say what you mean. Like mm-hmm. that's like that's all you and right anyway. So
0: so yeah, I mean it's just these books are great. There's like ten of them and I only have three. And as a collector of things, I'm, it bumps me out, but I was searching on their website and I think I can buy all new copies for like a hundred bucks. I might do it. Like
1: <laughs> They're still selling like, yeah, copies of these? Yeah, if you go wow. to
0: their website, you can't find them on like Amazon or mm-hmm. anything, but one thing I'm going to check is continuously check the... Um, Literary leftovers and, mm. and see what they have. But this 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 just got me so stoked. And um, when we're playing Warzone on Friday, I'm just reading you facts about the presidents <laughs> <laughs> as I'm scrolling through the books. That was fun. Um, and it, it's just it's just qu- some quick, fun ways to get information about presidents, the U.S. geography, and space. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Check them out. Uh, flying Rhinoceros. They were... I don't know. Everyone always... All my teachers when I was young told me that I was a good writer and that I was creative. Um, my mom always told me that, too. But your mom always tells you stuff that you're like, yeah, okay, mom. You know what's so funny, dude? Hmm. I was talking to my mom the other day on the phone. And I was giving her an update about how everything was going with Lovely and just how awesome Lovely has been. Um, for those close to us, know that like it's it's been trials and tribulations. But... We're working through it, and lately, just her ability to work through just these floods of emotions has been incredible. I'm so effing proud of how she's she's been doing. Um, So sweet. She was walking. Her and Jen took a walk the other day, and she's like, "Mom, I feel I feel weird," and Jen's like, "What do you mean?" And she's like. I don't know. Like I just got I have like a a tingly feeling. I just feel weird. And Jen's like like I don't feel like myself. And Jen's like, Well, you know, you're going through your body's going through some changes. Maybe you just had your mm-hmm. hair cut. She's like, No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's like I don't know. And Jen goes, Well, is it I don't know, just is it because maybe you feel at home now? Like you're you're settled. You don't have to worry about the future and And all this. And she goes, yeah, like, I feel happy.
1: Mm. Oh, that is just so awesome, dude. It was like, oh,
0: and she got in trouble the other day and her and I were talking through it and she was like, if you guys, if you guys hate me so much, why don't you just get rid of me? And like, I just, I was like, you know what, that I'm putting, I'm putting my foot down. I'm like, that is not an option that will never happen. Parents do not get rid of their children. You are my daughter. That's it. And I don't know. I've said it over and over, but I think this time it really got to her. Mm -hmm. And the last night when I got home, she was just like, we're just hanging out. She's like, I'm happy because you guys want me. And it's like, and it's not about wanting you. You are our daughter. We are a family. This is, this is it. (laughs) And I just think that maybe she's settling in that idea of like, this is my family yeah so it's been i don't know it's sweet seeing her her do that where was i going with that oh my mom my mom oh okay so yeah i'm talking to my mom about all this and my mom's like wow jeff like you know i've done a lot of research taken a lot of classes i've read a lot of books on trying to be prepared to be a parent for this Mm -hmm. kid with trauma and my mom's like you know what jeff like you're doing so great like i'm so proud of you like you're a good parent and i was like mom I tried to tell you that for 18 fucking years. Like, I knew more than you, and you didn't want to <laughs> hear. <laughs> there we go.
1: Jeff knows yep, all. Yep,
0: yep, yep. And she was just laughing, like, oh, my God. Because, you know, kids, mm-hmm. they they know better than their parents. But all turns this. out,
1: I actually did. Mm-hmm. Well, ask, <laughs> ask her if she knows more than Than me? Than oh, you. she absolutely Lovely.
0: Does. Mother effort. Uh, my
1: bad. <laughs> I, did it th- I did it this time.
0: That's all right. Um, Yeah, if we asked her, she'd definitely tell me she knows more. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's been super good with her. Um, Yeah. Uh, I have some things in the works that I don't really want to talk about yet as far as, like, career and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, things are good. Things are yeah. good. Uh, so tell me about your moon. Oh, yeah. So uh,
1: there was a super moon on Monday. So um, funny.
0: Jen's in the backyard and was like, Jeff, come here. I run outside. She's like, look at the moon. And I'm like, whoa. And I I remembered you Mm -hmm. had just texted me that you were out there taking pictures of it. So I was like, cool.
1: Yeah. um, So I went and um, I wanted to watch the moon rise in the gorge. And uh, so when Kylie got off work on Monday, uh, we just hopped in the car and we drove into the gorge and went to um, kind of an easier hike. It was
0: Oh, yeah, cool. you were telling me about, like, yeah, you found it's, a new Yeah,
1: it's in Mosier, um, which is just east of Hood River. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Mosier Plateau Trail. And it's just, I mean, it's a bit of an incline, but it's pretty short. And then you get it to the top, and it's just, like, this flat. It's just, like, well, basically a plateau. plateau yeah. And uh, it overlooks the gorge. That um, sounds awesome. You can see it. I mean, all of those peaks you can look through the gorge With this particular viewpoint like you can kind of see you can see the Hood River Bridge and mm-hmm. it's a it's a really it's a really gorgeous is that bridge flood. lit up
0: like pretty well like does it look cool no it's not like oh, um, it's, like the bridge it's of the not gods. like the Bridge of the Gods yeah. the
1: Bridge of the Gods when it lights up at night it's a really cool yeah, site yeah you know it is. Even, especially, even the I-5 bridge
0: looks cool mm-hmm. yeah.
1: especially that thunder like uh, Thunder Island bridge uh, thunder, from Thunder Island which is mm-hmm. that island that um I showed you yeah um, where you can like stand there and like look back at the bridge right That's a, like, there isn't another, there is, I don't think that there is a viewpoint that you could get similar to the Hood River Bridge, but, um, it was really cool to see the, the moon, the, the super moon rise because I'm set up on my plateau and then I completely forgot, um, directions. So I'm sitting there waiting I'm like, oh, the moon's going to be so cool. It's going to come up the gorge. And I'm like, wait, okay. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, moonrise was 20 minutes ago. Like, where the hell's the moon? I turn around and there's the fucking moon behind, behind you? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, Kai, look at that. And so we turned around and like the moon's so um, it's really hard to expose the moon yeah. and the foreground. So either mm. I have to be like I didn't I don't know why I didn't think I was in such a panic. Yeah. Because then I was like trying to move trying why don't you to figure just take out two pictures. I don't have a bracketing thing. Bracketing? where you can put both. Oh, I gotcha. Where you can put both together. Because I want to put like the moon... I have the moon properly exposed in the photo with the wildflowers. Photoshop it. I don't have Photoshop. I do. I know you do. So I need to use that. (laughs) I have Lightroom. I pay for Lightroom, which works really well for just... um, As long as you compose your photos well, you can do a lot of stuff with uh, with colors. But um, the... What was I saying? The moon. The moon. Yeah. Can't so I can w- focus
0: foreground, background.
1: Well, I can't. I can focus it, but I can't get it exposed right. Exposed. Sorry. So it's either like the moon's going to be like, like overexposed mm-hmm. and look like basically like a miniature sun, or you can only see the moon. Right. It's one or the other. And what I should have done is exposed the moon correctly, but then used a light. What they I call a light a light painting technique where you take mm. a flashlight and you paint the foreground in front of you yeah. to get it exposed like okay. so you can get light on it. I didn't think about doing that. So <laughs> I I mean I got a I got a pretty good photo. It wasn't quite like what it wasn't quite what I was envisioning, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it still worked out. That's good. Yeah, and I got a cool picture. Like there the 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 wildflowers are like perfect bloom right now in the gorge, mm. and they smell amazing. I see what you were saying? Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the flowers are called, but they're like there's these yellow ones that look kind of like daisies, and then there's these blue ones that I don't know like I don't like a bluebell or something like that. Okay, I took a picture of them. The picture, the like picture of the flower on my on my Instagram.
0: Um, Find it. Tell us what those are.
1: Yeah, if you could, um, the uh, let me know. Yeah. i will pr- probably just Google it, but
0: the, um, no, this is the chore. We're tasking the listeners with homework.
1: Yes. I need you to find out what that species of flower is, but they <laughs> smelled amazing. Yeah. I was so, I cr- guess the wind was blowing a little bit uh, up there. So it was just, was it cold, warm? Uh, it was cold ish because okay. of the wind okay. coming out of the East, but it was, I mean, it was manageable. I just put a beanie on and then mm-hmm. it was fine. Okay. But uh Sounds
0: nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. Um, I can't wait for summer, dude. I wish it was like a hundred and ten degrees out right now.
1: <laughs> no. Yes, give me all the just hot I, No, that's awful. It's Seventy five and sunny, dude. No, like eighties. Just a 90s. cool just a like a cool sunny day. That is perfect.
0: I was talking to a buddy, a driver at work and he's from California and he was like I love it up here because it'll be hot and nice during the day but then it doesn't stay hot during the night mm-hmm. and it cools down and you can have like a fire and just chill and i was like oh yeah oh
1: yeah i helped
0: clay and taryn move into their house
1: they bought a house yes congratulations
0: congratulations to taryn, taryn and clay. um that was fun and interesting
1: yeah. Moving's uh, never no, Moving's never. No, fun. but Clay
0: has helped us move so many times mm-hmm. that like we we owe him. Yeah. Um and so we're helping him move and uh it, it, the you know Clay just he makes jokes and he's like, yeah, you know, about I, I a house. So, uh, you know, just playing it yeah. up like mm-hmm. he's hot shit cuz he bought a house, right? And then we go into his garage and there's a fire pit there. Now Jen has wanted a fire pit in our yard. Since we got here, since last August, like, mm-hmm. that is one thing that we she's always wanted. I bought her her hammock. That's the next thing that we're looking at for the yard, right? So we're sitting there and we're just you know BSing with her mom and and Taryn's parents and Clay and um and her brother and Jen's brother uh, Dave and we're all just hanging out, you know, visiting and Jen's mom goes, "You like that fire pit?" Looking at me and Jen, she's like, "Yeah, I, I found that for like ten bucks for Clay and Taryn," and Jen just goes really mom i've been asking and telling you i wanted one for like the last like i always have said when i move and i have my own place that is something i want and she's just like oh shit and then i look at clay and i go well i mean clay has ha- owns his own house jen so we don't get <laughs> that <laughs> uh, it's funny yeah just ripping into him um but it's it's super cool it's a nice house i'm excited for them um Lovely's actually gonna go and have a sleepover there. Oh fun. Yeah, they got they got uh, I think it's three bedroom house, so um they're gonna have a guest room and stuff. So it'll cool. be fun. Yeah. You know? Have a Saturday alone. It's so funny because that first time Lovely stayed away from us, we were just like Let's rage and rage means we watched shows with cussing and mm-hmm. and, and ate out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our, our dreams of uh of raging. Um do you have anything?
1: I mean, there I mean, there was a State of the Union last
0: night. Oh, I forgot about that. Let's get to that in a minute. I've been really into super, serial killers. I don't know why I said super. You've
1: been really into serial killers? Yes. Okay, yeah. So is Kylie. Everybody's on this oh. kick right now of true crime.
0: No. I've been into this since I was like seven.
1: I've never heard you talk about serial killers.
0: Oh, dude. I know a lot about serial killers. Okay. Like a lot.
1: All right. Do you listen to the crime junkies <laughs> no, podcast? No, I don't
0: listen to true crime and I hate the term true crime cuz I don't maybe it is true crime, but I don't care for true crime. I care about But the serial killer thing is true crime. But maybe, but it's it's like I've always been into unsolved mysteries. Mm. I've always been yeah. Into-
1: that's all true crime. Don't say that. That's Jake. true crime. If you listen to the Crime Junkies podcast, which okay. I'm forced to listen to yeah. on long car rides, um, you, it, it, dude. That that's all it is. Okay,
0: but true, true. In my and I, there's no. I'm not making. I don't know how I'm. I'm not making a distinction between what I like and what true crime is. You are because no, I'm not. <laughs> because true crime is is a fad and it's for just people who are into like trends i've been studying serial killers since i was like 10 okay
1: okay all right mr i know everything about serial killers
0: i'm just saying some
1: cold hard facts here
0: no um but when i was uh so my my those are all filled with movies right right there yeah those cabinets so when i was growing up my my grandparents
1: that's not true crime
0: no, those are movies. Those are films. Mm-hmm. Um When I grew up, my parents or my grandparents always had like a ton of movies like that, and we'd I'd always go over there, and we'd always it was always so fun to like pick a movie to watch. Mm-hmm. So when I was able to like start purchasing movies and stuff, I would do that. Now it's all digital, which is fine, but it goes back to like the movie store. There's something different about walking the perimeter of the movie store for the new releases and oh, yeah. finding one. Mm-hmm. Hollywood video. Yeah. What? No, Blockbuster, you psycho. The Hollywood video, those were always right by
1: my house. Dude. I never sh- went to Blockbuster. Shame on you. Why?
0: Because that's like the Walmart. Hollywood video? Yeah.
1: No, the Walmart was the uh, uh, video connections on Highway 99.
0: Which one's that?
1: It's out of business now. Was but... it where
0: you would buy things?
1: Yeah, you could also rent, though. Oh. It was like just a standalone shop. It wasn't a... On highway ninety nine. Franchise. It wasn't a franchise, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, dude, I can't tell you how many DVDs and Blu-rays I bought there.
1: The at Video Connection? Yes,
0: I love that place.
1: The one right by the Skippers and yeah. the and the Oh Bowling
0: Alley. No, no, no no. I'm thinking down further by the, the Winco, across the street from the Winco. Oh I don't, yeah. That I don't one know, I think
1: what, is still there.
0: No. No, it's, it's like not. a pet store now. Anyway, so my grandparents had like this volume of serial killers, like mm. DVDs, like uh, one for Gacy, one for uh, Bundy, one for Dahmer. And I was like, I was young, dude. And I was like, I'm going to watch these. And I watched them and I was just like, whoa. Mm. So uh, also, I'm pretty sure I talked about watching that Ted Bundy documentary on this show.
1: You did talk about it, but everybody watched that.
0: Oh, anyway, I
1: even I watched that.
0: I'm really into serial killers. So now I'm kind of getting back into them. Mm-hmm. And so you're just following the trend. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so bad. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a trend. There was I'm, a trend. I'm too damn busy to know about trends. Mm. I just uh, I watched the Night Stalker documentary on Netflix about Richard Ramirez. Now, Richard Ramirez, I feel like uh, such an idiot because I never knew about Richard Ramirez. Is that
1: the one that Jake Gyllenhaal played in the movie Night Stalker? No. Oh,
0: okay. No, Richard Ramirez was a um, uh, serial killer in California who would like break into people's houses at night and kill them. Okay. Yeah. So I'd never really known about him. And uh, <laughs> I I saw this this guy I know. He was wearing a Ramirez hat. And I was like, what is that? And he goes, Richard Ramirez. And I was like, who the hell's that? He's like, the Night Stalker? And I was like, no. And they're like, dude, are you kidding me? So then I, I found out there was a Night soccer documentary on Netflix. Why is
1: that guy wearing a hat?
0: It's even more disturbing now that I know about Richard Ramirez, dude. <laughs> yeah. That guy's crazy. I was like, dude, I'm going to tell you right now. If the cops come looking for you and they ask me questions, I'm telling them everything I know about you. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, so I watched a documentary on Richard Ramirez. Then um, I watched something else. Uh oh, I watched a documentary on the Green River Killer. Okay. Do you know where that was? That was in Seattle. Yeah, dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Well, like
0: all of those guys, that um, guy was charged on 42 counts of murder and he said he killed 71 people.
1: I know. Well, like even like all of all of the major serial killers spent time in the Pacific Northwest. mm mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. Bundy, I think even Dahmer did. Mhm. So, which that's I was thinking about that.
1: I think it's our weather. You think so? I don't know. I well, didn't uh, Bundy origin? He came from like New York or something like that. He came from the East Coast, mm-hmm. but then moved out. West and then came out west when he yeah. was in college.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. But see, Bundy was super smart. This Green River Killer was a dummy, dude.
1: Well, so was Gase, like, uh, so Gacy. Like,
0: so I don't remember enough about Gacy. So now he's like my next. Like, I'm gonna like dive into mm-hmm. him a little bit more. But then there's an, a documentary on HBO Max about uh, the Golden State Killer. Oh, okay. Which Pat Oswalt's wife, before she died, she mm-hmm. was, like, research, and So they have footage of her talking about her research and, like, investigating into it. So that seems super interesting. Well, like, the
1: BTK killer, like, did everything. BTK, ev- there you go. Like, that guy did everything he could to get caught. Like, he was just, like, he was just, like, I'm, he was doing, like, everything he could to, like, get people to notice him.
0: They do that.
1: And then people still forever couldn't figure, like.
0: They interject themselves into the investigations when they can. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's so funny. This, we talk about politics on the show. The politics around catching a killer are so interesting to me. Um, with the Night Stalker, he went up to San Francisco and killed somebody. And then the mayor of San Francisco just releases all of the information about the Night Stalker that hadn't been released to the public. They were tracking him and, and tying all the kills together mm-hmm. by his shoe. It was one shoe by the manufacturer in his size. There was one shoe in his size that was sold in Los Angeles. And it was his shoe. So wow. they were tying all the murders together by that one shoe sold.
1: That must have been a really ugly shoe.
0: It was a, a VIA. I don't know they, they, I guess they started in Portland and stuff. Oh. So they came up, the investigators came up to Portland, talked to the guys, uh, the creators or whatever. He gave them all the information about shoes sold and whatever, and they tracked that one shoe sold to one person in mm-hmm. L.A. So they're tying all these these murders together by a shoe, and then the mayor of San Francisco was just like, hey, he wore an 11 and a half of the never found the shoe after that. But... The politics of that, mm-hmm. of trying to, you know, and then and then in the 70s and 80s, there was so much of jurisdiction issues. And people wanted to be, all these cops and precincts and stuff wanted to be the ones catching these killers. So they weren't sharing information. It's notorious in the Ted Bundy case. Like, nobody was talking to each other. So he was just running around killing people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's so annoying.
1: Yeah. I could see. I mean, I I can see why. Like that was such a '70s and '80s phenomenon.
0: Yeah, there's no serial killers now. Like, well, we're dealing. Or if with, there is, we don't know about. Them.
1: Well, we're not. I think we're dealing with
0: COVID nineteen. Is like, a serial killer?
1: <laughs> no, we're dealing with <laughs> mass shooters.
2: Oh,
0: interesting. I think okay. I think that is
1: the. I think that's the modern day iteration of Whoa. crazy white guy.
0: I didn't think about that, Jake. Very interesting. So, talk about fads, dude. <laughs> Which is fucked up to say. But there is clearly uh, a desire to, whatever for whatever reason, these people will become serial killers. But then they do emulate previous killers before them mm-hmm. and kind of glorify them. Yeah. Even, uh, uh, what's his name, did it? Uh, Night Stalker. And then all these people would talk about uh, the Green River Killer he was being hunted by the police and the, like the police were writing books about him because they never it was like two decades before they caught him he i, I guess i think i read that when they found him and raided his house the book of the police had written about chasing him was in his house really yeah hmm. so there is this kind of pride that they take right and then in the same thing with these now mass sh- shooters people are like don't say their names don't give them the glory all that stuff hmm. but now that's the trend—is mass shooting. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, I, th- I I think there's a lot more people committing those acts than just. But I mean, there's a lot of serial killers that we've never even heard about. Like there was, um, I mean, there was a lot of guys that killed prostitutes in the Midwest. In that, and they never were caught right guys that were that would just were semi-truck drivers and shit like that so dude
0: so many prostitutes killed so many and then like the green river killer and this butcher baker that i was reading about and watching a documentary on in alaska he was a baker like a prominent member of the community in anchorage alaska
1: see if you're killing in alaska that's sketchy because that's those are smaller communities yeah
0: but he's snatching up these prostitutes and killing them and then they're like, so I'm watching this documentary, and they're showing the ages of these women. And there's like girls, dude, like mm-hmm. 17, 16, 20, 18. I'm like, whoa, dude. Mm-hmm. And, and same with the Green River Killer. All of his victims were like around those ages. And it's like, that is young.
1: Well, Bundy supposedly killed his first person at like 12 years old.
0: Wait, he was 12? Mm-hmm.
1: But also killed like a younger. A uh, like, 12-year-old. Or younger. There were, there were, I guess, in before he was before he was put to death. He basically said, like, there are, there are murders that I committed that are too close to home or too heinous for me to, for me to, right. to even talk, to even yeah. talk about. So
0: Green River Killer, when he was young, like six, no, he was twelve. He went up to a six-year-old in a park and just stabbed him in the stomach. And the kid was like, "What the hell?" And then he just pulled the knife out, wiped the blade off on his shoulder, and then ran off. He never got caught for it. He admitted to it later. Jesus. Yeah.
1: People are nuts, dude. It's so insane. Listen to the Crime Junkies podcast.
0: No, it sounds no. I'm not doing it. (laughs) It's already eating at my soul that you told me like I'm into true crime. Mm -hmm. That's disgusting. You watch your mouth. (laughs) I am not into true crime. Yes, yes, you are. Um. So, I've been into that and I've been uh trying to just study it's so interesting to me like I wish that at some if I had two lives that I would have taken like you know criminology courses and mm-hmm. like criminal psychology and gone into all that stuff I I I just think it's Yeah
1: the competency of the cops during that time was just astounding
0: The Green River Killer is a moron dude he was a dummy Yeah
1: they can't get away with that I don't think you can get away with that as easily today it just with all f- with forensics and yeah. Um, yeah. Like, cause there there's Kylie knows this. Yeah. There's some sort of way that they're now like they can test DNA now. Mm-hmm. And like, they're finding all these old serial killers. Mm-hmm. It's like how mm-hmm. they found like, the golden state killer. Yeah. Um, like, if you're a serial killer these days, I mean, maybe if you're still preying on prostitutes, people who are just under the radar, cause there's such homeless populations. Oh that, yeah. Like those people are pretty much unidentified. Like that's a, that's a population that we know nothing about Where yes. those people just fall off the map. Mm-hmm. Right. They could be from anywhere in the United States, die in Portland, Oregon. And we would, nobody would ever know. Right. right. Um, but, uh, as far as like, but in the 70s and 80s, when, like, these girls were getting picked up by these truckers, like, they, there was this w- in incompetency of cops. Mm-hmm. I was listening to this, Kylie and I were listening to this one uh, episode of Crime Junkies where it was, like, this, this guy, he was, they ended up catching him years later and he killed, like, 20-something prostitutes in wow. his... Uh, and he kept, uh, I forget what he called himself, but he would always like go across, come across the CBs, like this super like doctored voice. And it was mm-hmm. really, really, he called himself Dr. No, is what he called himself. Oh, and then he whoa. would, and every time he would pick up somebody else, he would go across the CB radio and like, like Dr. No was like on the hunt or something like, just creepy shit, right? Whoa. And, um, and so eventually, but eventually they think they, like he almost got caught years before because his semi like smashed into, like crashed, mm-hmm. and bags and bags and bags of women's underwear were just th- were thrown out of the vehicle, mm-hmm. and cops pulled over and then didn't think anything of it.
0: I mean, what do you? They didn't. To think? They didn't
1: even go investigate, but they were already investigating something in that in Ohio oh, of gotcha. of like miss of missing women being tied to truck gotcha. drivers, and there's this guy who's got all of these women's clothing Yes, from different sizes and shit like that. And mm-hmm. they didn't even follow up on it. They're like, you're good.
0: Like, it's yeah. just like, yes. Oh my God. That happens. Dude. What I, what you find all the time in all these is cases is like, what I love about the Richard Ramirez and uh night stalker one is like, there was like a prominent guy who, who caught the hillside strangler. He was the, the, the head homicide guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And he caught the hillside strangler. And then when there was the night stalker, um, They were trying to figure out, like, all these, tying all these clues together, and there was this young, like, uh, uh, Mexican guy who got just got into homicide. He was the rookie, and he's looking at everything. He goes, yo, I think all these are tied together, and they were just, like, motherfucking him behind his back, like, you stupid spick, like, you don't know anything, and he was right. Hmm. He was so, he was so, he started, he was the one who had early established that there was ties, that the head of the homicide who caught the Hillside Strangler made him his partner. Wow. And then they work together to catch Ramirez. It's super cool. Hmm. But then so on this uh, Butcher Baker documentary that I'm watching, there was this woman uh, investigator in homicide. And she was like, she was like, we didn't even have our like own offices. We didn't even have our own locker rooms. Like we were just like treated like dirt up there in Alaska. She started seeing a trend and started early was like, this is a serial killer. And they treated like shit, like she's an idiot. And she was right. <laughs> mm. it's insane dude that is like incompetency is like not not listening mm-hmm. hear them out if they're bringing something an argument like let's listen to what they have to say at least instead of just writing them off one because they're a women or two because they're mexican or a rookie whatever mm-hmm. the case might be yeah maybe <laughs> anyways so Uh, I hate true crime, but I'm really into serial killers. (laughs) Uh,
1: Correction, you're really into true crime. You just don't like the label true crime or that it's a trend. Yes. Because you're a contrarian.
0: Uh, Swarms of UFOs in 2019 over U.S. Navy destroyer. Really? Yes, Jank, The footage has been released. Show me. Where's the footage? It was on Fox News, dude. It was on Tucker Carlson. Really?
1: Tucker Carlson had it?
0: (gasps) Yeah, he really did. Did he really? Yeah and 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 like so the guy that is presenting the 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 um the footage is mm-hmm. uh he did the um Bob Lazar documentary
1: What is that <laughs>
0: Yeah, of course. Um <laughs> He's the one who was abducted by aliens, dude. Oh Jesus. Don't Jesus that? Jake, look,
1: uh, I do not believe that our government has the capability of keeping this secret.
0: It's not a secret. They admitted it. The government did not admit
1: UFOs. Yes, the they. the government did. has not come out and said there were aliens.
0: Pentagon's UFO investigation spotlighted in new photos and video. Dude, look at these little triangle things flying over the sky. Oh, there's the Pentagon. Hold on. Dude, it's real. What is that, Jake? Tell me what that is that's maneuvering in ways that our current technology doesn't understand hmm yeah dude interesting I'm just saying again so you're just being a contrarian
1: I mean I am <laughs> I just i I mean I I don't know I, I Until, uh, until something, until like the president of the United States or the president of the world holds like, comes up and being like, yep, we had contact with
0: extraterrestrials. If you you were abducted by aliens and the government said you weren't, Mm -hmm. I believe you.
1: That's great. I wouldn't expect you to. Why? Because it's crazy.
0: It's not crazy, Jake.
1: Dude, if I came to you and been like, bro. Yeah. I was out. I was out on one of my hikes in the Gorge yes. and then it, when it, I got when it happens,
0: that's when it's going to happen. And I
1: got beamed up. Yeah. And I came back down, you would be you would be like I support you.
0: Yes. Cuz I believe this shit more than I believe the government mm. about it. I just They have a reason not to tell us. Why? What's the reason? Fear. Fear. Yeah. I mean, I know they operate in fear, but just Panic and fear amongst the populace.
1: If they were to be like, hey, they're, we're probably pretty
0: sure there's aliens. Yeah. People would start looting and killing each other? No, they wouldn't. You trust humanity that much? What would be the
1: incentive to start looting and rioting because of aliens? Free shit? Well, okay, then we're
0: already <laughs> doing that then. Dude, I don't know how you continuously deny these UFOs, Jake. There's footage. What is that footage That's then? not footage. That is footage. That is not confirmed. That is confirmed government footage.
1: Of UFOs. Yes. They're saying unidentified flying objects. Yes. It does not mean aliens.
0: I didn't say it was aliens. I, well, I did say it was aliens. I am tying UFOs to aliens. Yeah.
1: So that connection hasn't been made yet.
0: No, but it's been made by me.
1: Mm. Who the
0: hell else is operating machines like that?
1: Some guy with, his, with an RC car.
0: No. These are massive... Crafts, dude.
1: Massive craft.
0: They're not drones. Mm.
1: I Well, I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know enough. That's right.
0: That's why I didn't tell you beforehand. Mm. I wanted to trap you.
2: <laughs>
1: I just don't. Um, I just don't. Uh, I just don't see it happening. I don't. You I don't, don't see what. Happening. I don't see how it's even possible to have something like that uh-huh. make it to Earth.
0: How, dude? with how big space is
1: oh i'm not saying that aliens don't exist
0: okay so if aliens exist you think that humans are the most intelligent beings in all of space
1: i'm not saying that but you'd have to be a hundred times more intelligent to be you, able to cra- that's craft completely something, possible craft something to be able to make it through time and space completely possible how was it not with everything that we know about gravity and light, yes, and a- like how like relative age, yes. and all of that, and the at the speed you'd have to travel to not be like a million years old by the time you got to the United from by the time you got oh, to, to, to earth. the United States, yes, huh? the United States is earth <laughs> We're the sole superpower yeah, so aliens we are coming, earth.
0: they're only coming stupid uh m- immigrants coming to the u s exactly they want
1: our free shit. <laughs> Like and they're gonna have a baby and it's gonna be American citizen and then we gotta pay for it. Yeah, cradle to grave.
0: We owe, we owe all these uh, benefits to <laughs> aliens in space now. Thanks, aliens and aliens. Yeah, yeah. Jake, it's completely pa- that seems more plausible than any than us ever seeing time travel as humans. Or not time travel, but
1: that would essentially be time travel.
0: I know, but. It would be time travel. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. I can't imagine that we would be able to do that.
1: Because like wherever that it, for this conversationally speaking, wherever that actually where, wherever that came Alien. from, right, mm-hmm. you're talking about oh, minimum like what the, the closest star constellation is like 60. Something like 60. No, like say yeah, 60 light years away. Yeah. So it that takes light like... 60 years. To get to, to Earth. Yes. So. Considering that if that solar like that particular solar system can harbor life, which we don't think that it can. They've done a lot of extensive research on that. There isn't any hospitable planets that we know about how life can how life forms and and everything. But just to say there is a alien colony in that solar system that somehow has figured out how to live how to how organic life can can be made in that solar system it would take them six and if they somehow harvested yeah light um the ability the ability to travel technology they came out with the with with the technology to travel at light speed yes it would take them 60 years yes to get here okay that's probably the lifespan of almost of most organic organisms how can you say that
0: you don't know that also time is relative
1: Time is relative
0: <laughs> But it'd
1: be six th- Think about that Like it takes 60 years Yeah That's not relative Like
0: The measure of 60 Yes Yes That's not relative I mean it's relative to our ro- Our Uh Rotations No What's the word
1: our, our revolutions No
0: Well a day is a revolution A year What is the word It's another R word I don't, Rotation? Ma- I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay. Well, Around the sun, that is one year. That's relative to Earth. It is still a measure of time. A, that's an
1: evolution. That's an f- evolution.
0: I don't. Know. <laughs> we sound awesome <laughs> right now. Either way, them the time of year, the time the time measure of year is. Uh, oh, revolves. Revolves. Yes. Yeah. Revolution. Right revolve <laughs> no <laughs> i love this we revolve
1: summer. we rotate and we revolve we rotate the earth rotates we revolve around the sun not evolution <laughs> that is the growth of an of a yes. species to something different
0: to the to then have the capacity to travel mm-hmm. to the US um
1: to the US specifically so, to become immigrant but
0: babies. what i'm saying is the 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 revolving around the sun is 1 year in our measure Mm -hmm. it's still a measurement right yeah but it's relative okay you're right (laughs) i'm just saying that it's watch
1: okay watch the movie interstellar
0: i did i've been in this argument a billion times with clay
1: what does clay say
0: I don't remember. Okay, we got in like a heated debate about it. We didn't even finish the movie because once we got into time and relativity, mm-hmm. it was over. We couldn't. We we always joke about like, oh, here we go, Interstellar. Like anytime we get into a heated debate, mm-hmm. Jen just goes, Interstellar, here we go, <laughs> because like we were drawing scales and like timelines. Was he an,
1: saying that Interstellar wasn't correct and it's time?
0: We it was it was having to do with age. And time travel, mm-hmm. I think, is, is what we were trying to figure out. Um, I was correct on it, um, but that's Interstellar
1: okay. does a really good job of actually talking about space, like what it takes to space travel.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Besides, I mean, it is sci-fi, but it's actually really, really. It's like, based on science. It's founded yeah, on
0: science. Mm-hmm. They talked to some of the best scientists in the world. Yeah, I'm just saying. I loved Interstellar. From what we know. Other
1: than Matthew McConaughey. He was great. He was pretty good in it. He was good. Yeah.
0: Was that the one with Matt Damon? Yeah. Oh, and that's turned, good. And he turned out
1: to be like the, the shitty scientist. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. So from what we know. And Anne Hathaway was in that too. Yeah. What we know, it seems like completely impossible. Implausible. But I'm basing my belief and understanding of UFOs on what we don't know. That's a huge. That's a huge difference between you and I. I think
1: that's faith. I mean, that's <laughs> faith. You're taking it on faith that there's so much that we don't know. That there's a lot. Well, there, there's so much that we don't know yeah. that, that the odds are that it's possible.
0: And the odds are forever in my favor. Okay.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> way to way to go there. Uh, you catching fire over yeah, there, dude? Nice. <laughs> I am the Mockingjay. I've rewatched those movies. Yeah. dude, Did they don't—they don't hold up. Did you
0: read them? No, better.
1: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That—that's—that's that's not a hot take.
0: I'm sure they don't hold up. The movies are not good. Yeah, I, should. I see. I don't. I should watch them again.
1: I don't like movies where the protagonist, mm-hmm. like, doesn't actually do anything. Like think about it. In the first movie, Katniss didn't really
0: do shit. What you're what you're making this argument of right now is the same argument that's always made about uh of uh Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Like if Indiana Jones, you take Indiana Jones out of the movie entirely, this is going to ruin Indiana Jones for people. I don't know if I've said this before. Have you seen Indiana yeah. Jones all of them? Mm-hmm. So th- let's take the first one for example. Yeah. You pluck Indiana Jones out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Every event that happens in that movie happens regardless of Indiana Jones being yeah. In yeah. involved in it at all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't defeat the Nazis. They open the the Ark.
1: Yeah. They and find they, the Ark on their own. And they defeat themselves. Yes.
0: Yeah. All of the, the whole movie without Indiana Jones would have happened anyways. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it just reminds me of what you're kind of arguing with Katniss Everdeen or the protagonist. Yeah. Not doing anything or having any effect on the progress of the story. It would have all happened anyways. Mm-hmm
1: yeah i mean and, and and they kind of allude to this anyway in the third in the third book movie mm-hmm. is that she was more of just she was used as the symbol right, right? so right. everything was happening regardless of whether she was there or she was just like the unifying symbol yes but they still the movies still try to uphold her as like this badass archer but she doesn't really other than um she kills she kills like one major mm-hmm. person in the in the game
0: in the game yeah
1: And I'm pretty sure it wasn't. She didn't kill any of the major main four, like of from uh, from uh, from section one or two. Mm -hmm. She kills the person that killed um, Rue. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. And then, and then then in number, and then in uh, number two, Catching Fire, Mm -hmm. she basically is escorted through the whole thing by. Champions who are all part of like this greater plot. Right, Finne- uh, Finnegan, I think was his name. Mm, sounds uh, right. And then uh, all the like all the other ones. Uh, Joe, the one from Seven. I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember um, any of it. <laughs> anyway, I was watching. That reminds me of the new Mortal Kombat movie, which I didn't watch it You haven't seen yet, but yeah. me and Jesse Geezy wa- have watched it. Uh-huh. And the main protagonist. Literally doesn't defeat by himself any of the any of the main bad guys. Oh. None of them. Even like the one where they like they all split up to do like the the, the tournament. Mm-hmm. He's fighting um uh basically who it would have been Katana mm-hmm. in the games, and he's battling her, battling her, and he's like about to lose. And then um, out of nowhere comes Sonya Blade, mm-hmm. and def- and Sonya Blade defeats
0: interesting and this guy
1: and then so then he goes and fights sub-zero who mm-hmm. like killed his great ancestor who ends up becoming scorpion and oh, weird and then so he's about to lose the to sub-zero right sub-zero is just kicking his ass and then out of nowhere scorpion scorpion comes out of hell mm-hmm. which is like pretty canon mm-hmm. right yeah to scorpion and then scorpion defeats Sub Zero.
0: is this character in this movie
1: He's not part of the video games. He's not part of any of the canon. He's new. He's new.
0: Okay, well then, yeah, he's going to lose every time.
1: But he was but he was billed as like the savior of this prophecy, right? He was told... Oh, he, in the, in the, I, didn't, I didn't say that. That's not gotcha, of context. So gotcha. in, in the movie, he's told like he's like the descendant of of uh, Hanzo, which okay. I, every time I heard Hanzo, all I could think of is getting picked yeah. or losing games in Overwatch because yeah. somebody won't fucking switch off of Hanzo because they're <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Um, So he's like descendant of Hanzo and from earth realm. And then the descendant of Hanzo is going to save the world in this prophecy. So he's just like prophetic person is supposed to be this badass fighter. And all he does is can can routinely get his ass kicked or ass saved by other people Mm. around him. And to your point about Indiana Jones, everything happens with or without him.
0: Gotcha. I'll have to watch it. Um, One more thing about television before I move on. I started watching the Watchmen series.
1: On HBO. Good. Yeah,
0: I'm only like an episode and a half in because I can't. Oh, watch that's pretty early. It. I can't watch it with the kids around.
1: Oh, is it <laughs> brutal?
0: I mean, it's just like language and all that stuff. There's like you know sex scenes and stuff, so I don't want to watch that mm-hmm. stuff with her around. But um, already, I'm just like super into it. It's post post the Watchmen, mm-hmm. so it's like a world without the Watchmen. Um, Doctor Manhattan's living on Mars, and it's pretty cool.
1: What happened to like Night Owl?
0: I haven't gone there yet. Oh, but the police. Oh, but they. But they existed. They're just not. Yes. they're just the not... police. Li- uh, f- have um, the police are like limited in their capacity of what they can do, but they have like the police all wear masks so their faces can't be seen because there's like a uh, like a white supremacist group that is like stemmed from Rorschach. For some reason because they like found his journal mm-hmm. and they're using it and um, the police have like Night Owl's ship um, that they use I think they just remade a bunch of them that they're using it's pretty interesting interesting um, like the one of the first scenes is there's a cop um, uh, who has to have request who has to call in a request to release his gun so that he can use it which I think is an interesting concept hmm. especially in our current times yeah um, but it the the show starts off with the um the Oklahoma Race Riots. Mm. Dude, it's it's brutal. So it's like it there is historical references in it.
1: But that would have happened before because the
0: it happens before. So it's like a flashback to the race riots in Oklahoma and like there's a character that's established through that.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. But the 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 mid- the majority of the movie, of the show takes place after the Cold War. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right.
0: Um. So far, it's I'm so into it, and you know how much I love The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool, and I'm. Still, I think
1: the best superhero universe. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. The Watchmen. Yeah. Remember how much you hated it?
1: Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> oh, I
0: know. Oh, you're never gonna live that one down. Um. Okay. Before we get to the uh City of the Union address, um. I need to talk to you about the the most supreme ultimate Karen in the world. Oh God. Do you know this person? Everybody knows this person.
1: Oh, is it Marjorie Taylor
0: Green? It's Tucker Carlson.
1: Oh yeah, he is a Karen.
0: Did you hear what he said about mask wearing?
1: Yeah. Go confront people who are wearing masks. Yes.
0: Tucker Carlson said that having kids wear masks outside is child abuse and that is your it is your responsibility to call CPS. And then he says, quote, then I wrote this quote down. The next time you see someone in a mask on the sidewalk or on a bike path, do not hesitate. Ask politely but firmly, would you please take off your mask? Science shows there is no reason for you to be wearing it. Your mask is making me uncomfortable. Bro, are you kidding me?
1: He just, that's what he does.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: I mean, this this is his playbook. It is what he does. He's a piece if of If
0: somebody did that, I would love to see, like, a cell phone footage of somebody doing that. Somebody's going to do it. Oh, duh. But then. Probably already have. And then have it come up on Fox News and then be like, you know, say, say a fight breaks out. You're responsible for that now.
1: Well, when Tucker Carlson was sued... His defense was mm-hmm. no no reasonable and rational person would take the information provided by <gasps> Tucker Carlson as fact to keep himself from being sued. That was his court defense. Is basically, I am satire. Nobody should take me seriously. Are you serious? Yeah. Go look up his court case. I it, want it, to yeah. now. Go look up his court case and his defense because he got wow. he he ended up not getting sued because of his defense, but he had to defend that the, w- the word of his about. attorney is that he is he is political satire. He is not to be taken seriously.
0: Whoa. I did not know <laughs> that. Yeah,
1: go look up his court case. That is amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. But
1: well. how many thousands yeah, millions of people watch him and and quote him as gospel. Yeah. Like you watch the the dude from uh the day uh, from the Daily Show mm-hmm. uh, who goes around Jordan Klepper. Yeah. And they're like, who do you? He's like, who do you trust? They're like Tucker Carlson. Mm hmm. Because all the other news outlets, they lie all the time. Yes. But this guy. For whatever reason.
0: As a defense has said. My bad. that's all good. Uh, has said. Um, that you can't trust me. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not know that. That is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: But yeah, the whole thing with the, I mean, the replacement theory, the now this thing with masks, Mm -hmm. like it's just creating a, it's, he's wanting to create a culture war and it's the same thing now that you've got Cruz and Howley and even Rubio. Did you see what Rubio wrote in the New York post?
0: Uh, I had heard something about his name, but I didn't, I didn't know what was written.
1: So they're, they're all going after the woke corporations right now. That's now because the Republican party is trying to rebrand themselves as a working as a working class populist party which is Ooh. hilarious to me right um, but now they're but they're also pushing back against corporate against corporate te- the corporate tax rate and yeah, undoing yeah. Trump's so they want they want to be anti-corporation but get that then they want to give corporations tax breaks so it's like yeah, that's dude, they're paying them they're f- absolute full of shit yeah. right so um they're they're going after the um so Rubio wrote that um we would we would punish any corporation that dumped toxic waste into people's drinking water Mm -hmm. or dumped it into the rivers. Like we have the EPA, we have like the, the, the arm of the government would come down on any corporation who was seen as a polluter. Right. Right. He said the, the government should be the same thing for the corporations that pollute our culture.
0: Oh, wow. By dumping
1: toxic, woke ideology into our culture the arm the the federal government should should um, should be able to punish um, corporations in the same way they would punish actual polluters. This was written in the New York Post by a by a by a established senator who ran for president on the Republican ticket in two thousand sixteen and is probably going to run again. Trying to make an equi- an a, an equivalency between literal pollution and what he calls cultural pollution.
0: Yeah. Isn't culture
1: in his his what in what the 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 driving uh, um, argument, like the argument for that in the uh, in the, the instance that they're yeah. using is fighting against voter suppression laws is a corporation coming out and not supporting voter suppression. laws? Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Democ-
1: like corporations supporting the democratic process. Yes. Are oh, somehow point. are somehow polluting culture, our culture.
0: For defending voter rights.
1: So we're basically polluting. You, you take up to the next step. And here's where dog whistles come in. Yeah. Played as a white supremacist, even though Rubio's um, Cuban. Um, is that.
0: Oh, Rubio. Yeah. I was
1: thinking Cruz. No, Rubio.
0: Rubio's your guy.
1: Rubio used to be my guy. I know Rubio's <laughs> a piece of shit. No, oh. Rubio used to be like Rubio used to have a lot of legitimate points. Yeah. I when, liked his foreign policy stance. And
0: it was in his best interest. Before Trump. Yeah. Trust me, I, there are clips of Rubio making great arguments. Like, there's that clip of him standing there talking about bipartisanship. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite clips by a politician.
1: Yeah, and he talk, He was one of the first Republicans to talk about investing in trade schools. Yeah. And I that was one of the major reasons why I support him. And mm-hmm. I think he had a really good mind about foreign policy. And now he is... For his own political aspirations in mm-hmm. the future, has a t- has tied himself to Trumpism. Yeah. So, done with Rubio. Like yeah. He's a, he's a stain. Yeah. Um, but like Howley, the same thing. Howley yeah. and Cruz were both talking about this woke culture, like the woke corporation. That that's the new word. That's a new buzzword amongst the Republican senators as w- woke, woke, cor- 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 woke cor- corporations.
0: Woke <laughs> corporations. <laughs> so yeah. And they're
1: and they're, a, and they're a major threat to our culture wow dude but the dog whistling of it's by allowing blacks or in other people of color to vote is polluting white white american yeah. culture um so we can't let people of color
2: vote
0: my buddy told me the other day that he early in the pandemic he was walking down the street by himself alone on the sidewalk by himself and somebody across the street said hey put on your mask and he said make me <laughs> he said the guy looked at him like you're supposed to say that <laughs> like you're just supposed to say make me but yeah. he said make me and then he was like the guy was just stunned like he just got just a hey, mate pop right in the face dude mm-hmm. um so i'm thinking about that instance it, you know he he's by himself he's not near anybody right I can't imagine, but I think about that instance when somebody says like, "Hey, will you take off your mask?" like I don't know, dude. I think you made an excellent point by saying that Tucker's trying to start a culture war. And it sounds like these pres- these uh senators are as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's how Trump won. Yeah. That's how he that's how he won.
0: Yeah, it feels good not to have So, I'm I'm found myself researching what Tucker Carlson was saying because it's so just Asinine! It's just ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't believe the things that Tucker Carlson is, is saying. But then I found myself realizing, like, this is the shit Trump used to do. This is what we used to talk about Trump doing. Mm-hmm. The president of the United States. If it's some clown on Fox News, that's different, right? We can we can make fun of it and laugh about it. But when it's the president of the United States, it's a little scary.
1: Well, and then you see the frontrunners for the Republican nomination yes. doing the same thing. We're just going to be dealing with a Trump who's smarter.
0: Yeah. Right. Ooh, that's scary.
1: Because Rubio knows how to play the game. Yeah. Cruz knows how to play the game. Yeah. But they're willing to use this to Get consolidate power. Yeah. That I mean, I I think it's not hyperbole to say that the Republican Party is a is a um, is an authoritarian regime. Wow. It, it, or at least arguing from some sort of mixed mm-hmm. some sort of mixed uh, system where it's it's a author- it's a it's a a strong executive built around a um, built on the platform of what they believe is some sort of cultural purity in defi- in defining yeah. patriotism and religion and some weird intertwined theo- theo- theological the- theocratic oh, okay. um yeah mix of yeah religion and patriotism and what white culture right. I, I, it's just dude it's so gross it's yeah. just gross it is
0: it's toxic as shit
1: um but i mean and, and dude they just they're just lying like at this point it, like now now the have you seen that uh, cuz this was thrown at me the other night uh-huh. um by a, by a person and uh what that biden is trying to um biden is going to ban the use of red meat You can't eat more than four pounds. This was all over Fox news last week. Okay. That I did not hear this. Biden's new plan is to limit uh, by 2030 the Biden, which Biden won't even be president by 2030, but Biden is going to, you can't eat more limit Americans, red meat consumption down to four pounds a year. Okay. Nowhere in Biden's campaign, nobody attached to Biden's administration, biden himself nobody has talked about red limiting red meat consumption at all where did it that was, come from a university a study at the university of michigan
0: a study
1: at the university of michigan saying that if we want to limit because cattle production gotcha uh, one the the methane that cows yes. produce but then also the deforestation to allow for expanded cattle mm-hmm. herds to meet red meat consumption. Um, is the leading contributor to global climate, like one of the leading contributors to global right, climate right. change, and they're saying that, in or, like America being the biggest red meat consumer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: needs to limit if they wanted to get like their study showed that if they wanted to get climate change under control mm-hmm. in that sector, Americans would need to limit their red meat consumption down to four pounds. So per year. a
0: scientific study showing that just... has
1: no attachment to the yeah. Biden administration at all. Is some is now being not only attributed to the administration, but to that is a now a policy that Biden is yeah. going to somehow somehow he is going to come into your kitchen and regulate your red meat consumption yeah. through executive power. That is not. I mean that is not only a lie because the executive branch has no such authority. Yeah, that isn't try getting that shit through Congress. Not gonna happen.
0: <laughs>
1: you no. Know. I it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. But you're sitting around, you're sitting Are around politicians the house. saying this. Yes.
2: Wow.
1: Jim, uh, fucking Jim Jordan was was out there on the on the uh, morning shows. Who's that? The weekend. Arizona guy? No, Jim Jordan is uh, the Wisconsin senator.
0: What's the Arizona guy?
1: Oh no, Ron Johnson is. It was Ron Johnson and Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan's in a, co- a congressman from Ohio who's super loud. And then the guy from Arizona. There's two. Well there's two uh, Arizona has two Democratic senators.
0: Okay, maybe I maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy. <laughs> oh wait. Mark Kelly?
1: He's a re- Mark Kelly is a rep from Arizona. It's a senator. Not from Arizona. Arizona has Kirsten Cinema and um it
0: says right here, Arizona senators.
1: Oh, they're both Okay, well, Mark Kelly's a Democrat. Yeah.
0: Okay. But he's a senator? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. That's the spaceman.
1: Oh, okay.
0: He spent the year in space with his twin on Earth, and they, like, mm. as a science experiment, he's an astronaut. Okay. That's wild. Sorry, I, that, that just he was just, like,
1: He just won in 2020, so... Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. Um, What's his name? Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. That's who I'm thinking of. That dude is a serial killer for sure.
1: The guy that always has his sleeves rolled up dude, and yells a, at Fauci all the time. Just
0: look at his face. He's a serial killer.
1: Every time the house calls Fauci, he just screams at Fauci.
0: Dude, he's a, he's a murderer mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and you know
0: what that's based on? Hmm. Absolutely crime. nothing. True crime junkies? Yeah, dude, I know about tr- I don't know about true crime, but I know about serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> and so based on that, I'm gonna just start saying that that guy's a serial killer. Might as
1: well they they that that has as much you can just say shit that has as much weight as everything else yeah. that they say. Yeah. Um. Wow. But yeah, so I mean, now that they're going around attaching to Biden, so I'm sitting around uh, Sunday mm-hmm. and I get the Biden's trying to brand red meat, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Where's this coming from? Yep. And I had no idea. I I'd never heard it. I had never yep. heard that before. I'm not on the Fox. I don't listen to Fox News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the only place at this place that this thing is existing in.
0: Obviously, because I haven't heard it.
1: So then I go and research it. Then and I and then like you come back, and I'm like, dude, it's nothing. It's yeah. literally nothing. Biden didn't say that at yeah. all. And I said, regardless, even if he was red meat, cons- limiting red meat happen. consumption is not going. Well, it's not going to happen. But two, even if it did, it's not a bad thing.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm sure that went over well
1: um tell tell now he has this whole thing because uh (laughs) kylie's sister uh uh, was talking about how cricket comes cricket uh consumption for protein Uh is like taking off Uh so now my dad's convinced now my dad has this whole thing planned for sunday dinner uh that he's going to have a bunch of fake bugs and say hey do you want to put this on your food
0: (laughs) i want to come over for that (laughs) i'll eat crickets dude would you eat a cricket
1: no, I don't know. You're I don't, I, I, pro- I probably would. You I don't would. Know, you no. would. All
0: right. Talk to me about the State of the Union.
1: I, w- I watched watching the beginning when um, did you watch the whole thing? I got about no. I didn't. I haven't. I finished just watched it. some clips. I, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Um, it's long.
0: I only watch some clips. So
1: I usually watch them. I will watch it eventually. Kylie and I. We were watching it last night, and then mm-hmm. Sarah and uh, my sister and Kylie's sister got back to the apartment, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to watch it, so we just paused it and watched no. a movie, which watched a terrible movie. What was it? Which I was, It was a Netflix original, and I had high Gross. hopes because uh, Amy Poehler was the director. Moxie?
0: Yeah. Have you seen it? No. I saw like five minutes of it because they put it on in here, and I was like, this looks stupid. It's I'm leaving. It's so bad, dude. It's so bad. I'm glad you watched it. Tell me about no, the scene. I didn't scene. even finish <laughs> it. And you didn't play Warzone with me? I was watching...
1: I was watching a movie with the family. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyways. I played Warzone
1: last night. Or two nights ago. I know.
0: Uh, I'm completely... It it just did my heart good that that he was talking about climate change. Mm -hmm. Because that was one of the early... In this whole... Like, early in this show, that's one thing I talked about a lot. Was like, that is a huge... Thing for me is somebody getting a politician to address what we're going to do to address mm-hmm. climate change. Yeah. So hearing him talk about that, hearing him talking about leading the world in uh, renewable energy development and um, putting charging stations all over our um, our highways and stuff, it mm-hmm. just it was good to hear yeah. the president of the United States talk about that stuff.
1: Well, it was nice to uh, when the the house introduces the president they're like madam speaker the president of the united states mm-hmm. seeing joe biden walk out yeah. into the and in, onto the floor instead yeah. of orange man yeah was really nice yeah that was just that just set the tone it's like oh, breathe we yeah. can breathe right um because you know you know nothing crazy necessarily really is going to be saying it's going to be a very like traditional professional professionally done even if you don't agree with everything which you're not going to agree with everything I did something I found that I liked Mm -hmm. was that uh, wanting to like urging Congress like I talked about how he 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 didn't Trump was always like I'm going to do this I'm going to do that regardless of whether it was something that could be in his power or not whereas Biden goes I urge Congress to
2: because he's addressing congress that is right. the state of
1: the union the primary he's not the the, the, a the part point. of the, the 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 idea behind the state of the union is not really necessarily addressing the american people even though we're watching it yes. it's addressing congress yes it's setting up this is what this is my me as the executive as the chief executive this is what i want to be done and i'm urging congress to pursue that yes i like and that so he's like i'm urging congress to one thing that i like that he urged congress to is to make uh america great again er, yes early childhood uh early childhood education free basically preschool free
0: oh wow and
1: like that would be huge right and then talking about upping the the corporate tax rate yes to obama era levels which that would still put us near the bottom of industrial nations yeah uh in terms of the top, in terms of corporate tax rates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we would still be one of the most lowest taxed
0: corporate corporate
1: tax. co- had the high one of the lowest corporate taxes of all industrial nations yeah 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 even with bringing it back to obama era levels yeah. and uh which you could then use to pay for these things like yeah. i it's just i don't know i i really i his tone was really good yeah he, 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 you can definitely like this whole notion is that he's he's lost all his faculties. He's not in, he's not in, um, he's a
0: puppet. He's yeah.
1: Listen to the speech for 10 minutes and you'll find that he's not like he's, he's, he's in like, he's in, he's on top of it. Oh yeah. The dude is still sharp. Yeah. Oh yeah. So,
0: um, I was reading a, a complaint, you know, from, uh, Republicans was that he's he's urging for this expansion of government um and I I just I just wanted to think about that for a little bit um and what's worrisome is is giving the government control more control more power to do xyz right Mm -hmm. and under what conditions are we going to allow that you look at 9-11 and the Patriot Act right so I get the fear, but if you look at FDR during the great depression and all the crises that he dealt with, right, mm-hmm. there is an expansion of power and there was, um, the, the American people allowed it so that we could try to address the issues. So this, this it's it to me arguing the expansion of the federal government's power I understand the hesitation. I want to preface this by saying I get it, but we're also in the middle of a pandemic in which we've never experienced anything like. So the fact that he's saying, let's put more government oversight on a B or C to me, it makes sense to try to address the issues of the pandemic, to try to address the issues of the economy, Just things like that. But then on the other side, you have people saying, no, I just we've talked about just kind of the unifying role that the government plays amongst the United States. So as the federal branch branches try to govern and collectively get everybody to work together to address these issues it's being argued that that is the expansion of the federal power and that, I don't know, we just need to address these issues on our own. To me, in a pandemic, that just doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one thing that I like. I was hearing responses and reading responses to the State of the Union address, and it's just, it's worrisome. It's worrisome to me that this, all of these individuals and groups of people who just like don't want to address a pandemic how over half a million people in the United States have died
2: mm-hmm.
0: over half a million people and that's just well, it, it's just like a flu dude I I just am I'm just blown away by the reaction to 9/11 and Was it 5,000 people, 6,000 people died at 9-11?
1: It was less than that. Less than that, right? Mm -hmm.
0: And you have over half a million Americans dying. And there's not... It's so early in the communications readings that I've been doing. It's like convincing people what is actually... You know, like cancer is far more issue than other things. But we don't fund cancer research. Why? Because... You know, is it, is it, uh, cause it's the tragic events, right? It, the tragedy of the towers being hit and watching it and the trauma that happened to the whole nation. It was one event you can all tie to, opposed to over this last year, over half a million American died. Americans died <sighs> to which I say, as deeply and as much as I can mean it, fuck you to anybody who who doesn't care about addressing or protecting other Americans who are who are at risk or who could possibly die or who have died because if you if you're talking about patriotism and if you're talking about uh, caring about the American people and but I'm not going to be told to wear a mask. I'm not going to be told what to do. I'm not going to wash my hands or whatever the hell it might be. It's just disgusting to me, dude. I'm just I don't know what it was but just something in me over these last few days has just really pissed me off. The fact that people are just unwilling and selfish and just do not care about others. Sorry, that's my rant.
1: <laughs> that's a fine I mean it's a fine rant. It, it I think we have we all go through periods of that where we're just we're we're over people selfish yeah. or people
2: selfishness.
0: Yeah.
1: It it, it uh, makes me think of um it's the economy and job loss. Is yeah. that uh, and and then the funding of of social social safety net programs. Oh yeah, and it's you know it's a recession when somebody else loses their job. It's a depression when I lose my job. Oh, and nobody wants to nobody wants to fund. Um, yes. Unemployment benefits, yeah. or nobody wants to un uh, wants to fund social programs until you're the one that needs them. Yes, and you you're the one who fell on hard time. You got hurt at work yep. in a non union job, and you lost your job. Yep. Um. And then all of a sudden, now L and I matters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Oh yes, Jake. Preach it. It's just like it's the same. It, it's the same logic with the mask. Yes. With, with masks, like if you didn't have anybody who was who if you didn't have somebody who was directly affected by COVID. Yeah. This like. You can worry about my individual freedoms, yes, if you had a family member who di- a close family member who died from covid mm-hmm. you walk you look around and you see people not wearing masks, and you're like, "What the fuck are you
0: doing yeah yeah
1: it, it's it's uh we are just a very selfish self centered inability to look at long. The inability to look at the long term, which is why we're losing to China. Yeah. Like if we're losing to China, it's because our culture can't think further than its nose. Yes. And China is all about the next generation. Yes. What's the next hundred years? China has been working on its 100-year plan since 1900. Yes. Right? And they've been trying to fulfill that over time. Yes. Where we're like, we can't think about something that's going to happen the next day.
0: Give me... Give me what I'm looking for in satisfaction now. Short-term gains. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was going to say something about mask wearing. Dang it! Oh, Biden uh, comes down this long walkway. He's alone, and he's wearing a mask the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then he makes the address, the update from the CDC. Hey, if you're out, if you're, if you're inoculated, and you're with other people who are, and you're outside. You don't have to wear a mask. People are like, dude, this guy, this idiot who clearly has had the vaccination is wearing a mask, walking by himself to make the address or announcement that you don't have to wear a mask outside if you're by yourself. And he's wearing one. You know what he's doing? It's called fucking leadership, you idiots. He's showing, regardless of what the situation is, in all these situations, I'm going to wear a mask. The more you see the president in a mask, hopefully... It encourages others to so, wear masks. So this is a legitimate question. Yeah,
1: because I've heard from Republican, I've heard Republican senators who were questioning Fauci. Yeah, um, say that the CDC has said that, and then I heard this on Fox News too. Yeah, that the CDC has said that if you've been vaccinated, uh, you can't carry the you can't carry the disease. That's, is that true? I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. I, I everything think, I've heard is the exact opposite. but yeah. Fox was pushing that the other day. No, I
0: heard if you're vaccinated, you can still spread it.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. That's yeah. why you still wear
0: a mask. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Even if he's by himself. Yeah. But I think it's more symbolic than anything.
1: Well, for him it is because yes. he's not around anybody who's not vaccinated. Yes. But yeah, it's leadership, right? Yeah. It's it's setting it's setting an example. Not do as I say, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Like our past president. Yes. It's I'm going to lead. Yes. So don't
0: drink Coke, but I'm gonna hide bottles of Coke everywhere.
1: Like just <laughs> that, that guy. If you don't think that he's the leader for 2024, the Republican ticket, you're you're, you're naive. Yeah,
0: the same energy, the same um, uh, unifying of the people opposing Trump. Ha- those people have to show up the same way in uh, in 2024.
1: Mm-hmm. Because they,
0: the the losers in, yes.
1: la- in last election are going to be just as fervent.
0: Yeah. So we'll leave with that.
1: Yep, I think that's a good place to leave it.
0: Wait. <laughs>
1: you
0: what lo- you look sad.
1: No, it's just it's it's sad to think about that we're gonna have to sit through another election cycle with T with Rump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys. Uh, love you guys. Love you too. Bye. <laughs>